There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I want to welcome you here to my virtual living room. I want to call it that from now on because I feel like we are just, you know, two friends, colleagues sitting back, enjoying a good conversation. At least that's how I envision it because this is actually what I want these episodes to be just a casual conversation of us talking and chatting about the things that we need to do, know, hear, think in order to grow our consulting businesses to the next level. And I can't believe that we are already approaching quarter four of this year. It seems just unreal in my mind because I feel like I was just doing an episode (laughs) opening the new year. Uh, So this year has flown by. But with that being said, although things have moved along swiftly, we have so much time left to really capitalize on a lot of growth and achievement in our businesses. And so this is not the time to slack off, not at all. This is a time to really dig our heels in and and really uh, go a little bit harder. When I say hard, I don't necessarily mean hustle culture hard, but let's do the work because <laughs> I'm excited to do the work. I'm so excited uh, about a number of projects that are on the horizon. Uh, I don't know if I've shared with you all uh, on this podcast or not, but I've been working on developing a course for a new consultants, uh, people who are looking to enter into the industry. So I'm super excited about how that is coming along. I've been working with a Uh, a person who actually develops curriculum and who has helped me to make sure that this course is something that number one is super helpful, that is actionable, that really does speak to uh, all of the things that you need to get your business up and running and land your first three clients. You know, those things that you need to know after you, you know, decide to uh, build a website or, or get your business license. I'm not, I'm not going to focus on those things that you can Google. I want to focus in on those things that you truly need to know in order to make that thing work. <laughs> because the important part is getting the business up and running. If we can't get it started, then we can't grow, right? So that's the most important piece. And so I was uh, definitely very happy to be able to work with someone who specialized in the area of building out uh, curriculum so that it is 
something that connects with a number of individuals depending upon their learning style and really allow me to learn more and and really take my understanding of developing uh, and, and presenting educational material in a certain way, allow me to take that to a new level. You know that I am a firm believer in having that curriculum present uh, in a coaching program. It's something I learned from my previous uh, coach that I had the honor of working with. Uh, and it's something that I carry on to this day. And it's part of my position to excel program because it keeps us on track in terms of those things that we need to cover and make sure that we know that we have a solid foundation but then we're still able to build upon that with uh, in, in the position Excel uh, program, we're, we're building upon that with one-to-one um, coaching sessions and, and those being more focused on the implementation piece and really being able to not just go through this period of learning and understanding, but put it to to work in our business so that we can actually make progress. So many times we enter into all of these um, wonderful ventures and we we learn a lot of information, but we don't apply it. And if we don't apply the information that we've learned, if we're not using it, if we're not putting it into motion, if we're not taking action, then things do not move along. So I'm a firm believer in making that happen so that you can truly build, you know, the wealth that you desire. And I'm so excited that I'm, I'm able to get all of that started. So you'll be hearing more and more about that in the upcoming, you know, weeks and months. I'm so excited to even just talk about it for, for the first time because I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but that's all in the works. Um, I'm also working on just really expanding some elements of position to excel. Uh, one thing that I've had in the past as part of the program was a 90 day strategic plan. And that's getting a, a new um, uh, facelift, I would say, and becoming something that is much more in-depth, impactful, and really its own unique offer. So I'm excited about um, really being able to extend that higher level of quality uh, to my program. The, the one thing that I always try to do is to offer the best that I can to not only uh, prepare you for immediate needs and struggles and challenges that you may face, but then also have you thinking ahead and planning for that next step. Uh, the one thing I always hated when I, when I moved from a program, um, or, or left a, a coaching container, I never liked the fact that I didn't have anything to, to look at, to carry me forward. And I would rely on with the notes I previously took or maybe old recordings, but I didn't have a plan that was really looking at at the days ahead. And so uh, one of the things that I wanted to build into my programs was this aspect uh, of strategic planning that allowed you to think about the future. Think about, you know, those days, weeks, and months that lie beyond the the 12 weeks that we may have together. So super excited about all those things. That's a little bit of what's been going on behind the scenes in my world. And while things have been so busy um, right now, I've been in, in a building period and I think that's something that we all have to honor the fact that we have different seasons of business and there are going to be those periods that are truly just building periods where you're building a lot of the groundwork. You're laying that groundwork for what is to come. And if you don't lay that groundwork, if we don't do that foundational work, then we won't really realize the the benefits of the, the, the level of impact that we have the potential to, to make. 
um, we really do have to lay those foundations so that we can achieve uh, our result at the level that that we can possibly achieve at the highest level that we can possibly achieve because it is really that foundation that sets the stage for those future wins. So that's a lot of what I've been doing right now. So excited to to really give, you know, kind of give birth to those things and, and to allow them to, to really enter into the world fully uh, and to gain a, a life of their own. So super excited about all that and being able to share it with you. So um, that's one happy moment there. But I have digressed completely because that's not even our conversation today. Today, I actually uh, wanted us to chat a little bit about this whole concept of quiet quitting that has been circulating all over the internet, TikTok, social media. I mean, everybody, every article I pull up, whether it's on NPR or Atlantic or Gallup and others, HBR, they're all talking about quiet quitting and the impact it is having on the corporate environment. And so I want this episode to dive a little bit into this this whole phenomenon of quiet quitting and actually what we should be doing instead. And I think you're going to like this one. I think you're going to want to hear this one because if you're like me, you're not a slacker, you're super ambitious, you're ready to take on the world, and you are not trying to waste any time quiet quitting and sitting (laughs) aimlessly at your nine to five or in a corporate position if you're still there. And if you are uh, in your business full-time currently right now, you want to make the most of it because you don't want to return to an environment that would even have you thinking about quiet quitting. So that is going to be our conversation today, and I can't wait to get started. Let's go. So you know that business growth and financial stability require one thing, and that's clients. So that means gaining more clients has to be top priority in your business if you want to survive without being in a constant feast and famine mode. That's just not sexy. So those other successful consultants you see on LinkedIn or Instagram making it look so easy, it's like they have some secret sauce or luck for for endless clients or referrals. But honestly, all thriving practices are built on solid processes, showing up authentically in your marketing and positioning your expertise effectively. In other words, there's a consulting code that you can learn, plug into your business, and then modify so it leads you toward your ideal business and your ideal lifestyle. So if you want to know more and have the secret to crack this code, just visit my description and download the free foolproof checklist to grow your consulting business to six figures and beyond. Because when you crack the code, you'll be able to generate leads and increase profits with more ease. Okay, so let's just start by really getting on the same page with regards to what quiet quitting actually refers to. Um, Quiet quitting is this whole concept that is used to explain when you're not really just outright quitting your job, but you're quitting the idea of going above and beyond to meet the need and expectations in that job. So you're, you're willing to do the work. You're willing to meet the expectations as listed on the job description, but you're not going above and beyond. You're not doing more. So if you're from, 
I would like to say like the old school, I'm gonna call myself the old school because I have crossed the 40 threshold. <laughs> uh, but you know, we, we were often taught that, you know, if you wanted to grow in your position, if you wanted to really climb the corporate ladder, you had to go above and beyond. You had to work uh, to really gain uh, an opportunity to, to move beyond an entry level position. And so many of us are just very much uh, trained in the mindset to naturally do that, especially if you have found a lot of success in your career, more than likely you are one that goes above and beyond. You don't settle for mediocre. You're not trying to just do the minimum because that represents you. And so you feel very strongly that you should show up and, and do your best. And so quiet quitting is probably something that, just as a term doesn't really resonate with you. But at the same time, I think that if we're honest with ourselves, there are times when we can fall victim to this. And I I like to talk about this because I know I face this in my, in my career, along my career path, because you get to this point, especially when you become known as more of an expert in your space then you have the ability to accomplish a lot of tasks, get a lot done in a short period of time. It doesn't take you long. You're familiar with how to do things. You know all of the the shortcuts. You know how to do it correctly the first time around. Um, You are just used to, to doing the work. You've been there. You've done that. And Part of really reaching that level in your career means that you're going to likely also experience some boredom, right? It's going to, you're going to get to a point where things are not as interesting because you've seen it all before, at least a lot of it. And the questions that you get, they're not really challenging anymore because you've answered them like 10,000 times. Uh, You're used to, to really doing the work and getting those things accomplished. And there's a lot of value in that. That's actually why consulting is, is such a, a profitable industry to go into because you are getting paid for the expertise, for the fact that you can get things done faster, for the fact that you can get things done without making a lot of costly mistakes that otherwise people would make if they were just starting out. So there is a huge benefit to being an expert in your space. But like I said before, especially when you're in a corporate environment, if you're still working a nine to five while you're building your business or just working a nine to five because you enjoy that and you're building your business alongside your nine to five, as I like to call it, your second full-time uh, venture, then in those in those cases, you, you really have to fight this urge to not be as tied to your career or your job mentally because in your mind, that is something that you've mastered, you, you've accomplished. And often if you have are someone who is very ambitious, you're looking ahead at what's to come down the road. You're trying to think about the next step. You're wondering what it is that you're going to accomplish next. But what I want us to do Instead of becoming bored in our in our current positions, if you're still working a nine to five, instead of you becoming bored, instead of you thinking uh, only about 
those things that you can accomplish in your new endeavor and and really not giving your all to where you are, are being paid or maybe um, you know you are you have committed to to working currently instead of you kind of quietly quitting in that in that instance even though you may not call it that that mentally is what you may be doing checking out I want you to think about some ways that you can use your current situation, your current environment in your career, in your nine to five to really, really advance your positioning as a consultant in your space. And so I wanted to run through five things relatively quickly that I think are really important for you to take advantage of right now because you have access to some, (laughs) you have access to some things that will cost you tens of thousands of dollars to acquire down the road. So we are going to save a lot of money. We're going to save time. We're going to save effort. And we're going to stay, you know, engaged in our job because we're going to find this new work exciting um, by doing these things. So I wanted to kind of run this list. And this is also, I will tell you just very openly and transparently, this is what I use. So I know this to be true and it can pay off tremendously. So one of the first things that I, I always advise clients to do when we're working on building their business while they have a nine to five is take this as an opportunity to really identify mentors in your space. Um, Especially if you're going into an aspect of consulting that is in alignment with what you do in your career. This will be one of the best opportunities that you have to be just really um, immersed in your industry, in your field, in your space with others who have achieved a lot uh, in that area. And while you may have to go out once you leave your your career, your nine to five or your job to find someone who can coach you or who can consult with you, who can serve as an advisor or a mentor, you have the opportunity right now to find someone that you can work with, that you can gain insight from and, and deeper understanding um, from without having to make this level of financial investment. You have to make the investment in terms of your time, your time and your willingness to really show up and search for this additional help. And I, you know, I often, I, I'm often impressed when, I meet people who are trying to take advantage of this and they are few and far few and far between. I can tell you that. <laughs> and when I've I've experienced it in my practice, I am always very open to helping them because in my mind, I see them as some as you know, as an individual or someone that's going to go far because they were willing to not just sit back and wait for things to come to them, but they were going out and they were finding and looking for ways for them to advance themselves in their current position, as well as beyond the career that they currently hold. So, you know, I I can just tell you from the other side is that if you are seeking that mentorship, that individual may be more than happy to work with you in that capacity because they're just impressed in that environment that you're willing to actually put in the time to to gain that added benefit. So that is something that can it can really be a win-win on both sides. And it's a wonderful way for you to gain more in-depth knowledge, especially if you find a mentor who 
is at the level that you want to be at or where you want to position your services to speak to. So for instance, if you uh, may be working at a lower level in your nine to five or in your career currently, but you want to offer services to a corporate environment and you have to pitch to the C-suite, well, having a mentor who is in the the C-suite who can share some of their concerns, their their unique needs, their, their thought process, their vision with you now is going to make you more powerful when you walk in to pitch and sell your services down the road. That is what you need right now. And that is invaluable. So one of the first things I want you to do is identify mentors. Now, the the second is I want you to take every opportunity that you have to participate in key decision-making processes. So I know, I know (laughs) with so much on your plate, you're probably not going to want to volunteer for something to be added to your to-do list. Uh, And many times we shy away from that, right? So when we need volunteers to participate, maybe in uh, some aspect of of, uh, new hire um, interviews or maybe even the recruiting process, we may shy away from that because, you know, it's really not going to benefit us directly. And we may feel like it's just an added uh, added part of your job, added uh, task to do. But in this In this scenario, it's going to help you really think about and learn how businesses like yours make key decisions, the things that you need to address, what you need to include when you are messaging and marketing, how you need to overcome certain objections, who is important to get in contact with in regards to stakeholders that you may need to um, convince or when buy in from all of that can be learned by really participating in these processes while you are part of the team because you are learning firsthand what is important and that is going to be something that's going to shape your ability to to sell effectively so you know next to having the mentors available I want you to actually participate in these processes when they arise. Raise your hand, volunteer. You don't have to do it all the time, but I definitely want you to take a couple of those opportunities to do that. Plus, it's going to make it exciting. You're going to find that, you know, there are some interesting characters that come along. And so while you may, you know, learn a lot about those who may be good candidates and, and, and great applicants, especially if you're in the hiring process, you'll also see that, see some that don't go so well and you'll learn what not to do. So it only can be a huge learning opportunity for you in your current position now, but it actually can offer you a lot more uh, as you move ahead. Now, One of the other things that people don't think about uh, doing, and I definitely, definitely want you to make sure you do this. I want you to study the contracts, the proposals, the policies, and the procedures that are currently in place at at your business, at your nine to five. Now, you're not trying to steal or take anything. That's that's that part we do not want to do, but you want to learn more about the process. You want to have a better understanding as to what needs to be included, how those things are put together, uh, what you should focus on, what are important gaps that you need to fill, 
Um, just all of those key pieces are going to be important as you go out into your own business. And then you have to look for someone that's going to help you develop uh, the contracts that you present to clients or the proposals that you create or the policies and procedures that you're going to need to put together when you expand your business and take on uh, or hire you know, more employees or team. This may not be something that you use right away as soon as you start your business, but it's going to be invaluable the bigger you get. So make sure that you're studying this process, that you are making sure that you're documenting and taking notes and and really learning the the inner workings of this um, as you are introduced to it. And everyone can do this. I don't care what level you're at. Everyone has access to policies and procedures because you should know them. You should be practicing that way. in your current position. So you have access to those things, um, ask to be part of, you know, any negotiations that needs to be done in your environment, if that's a possibility and really study that process. If you have a lawyer that's on your team or maybe a legal department, Hey, drop in, find a mentor there, really talk and find out more about what is important to, uh, really, uh, bring on a a corporate contract and, and land a corporate contract and be able to navigate that process smoothly. That's going to be very, very important to you. Definitely. If you're in the B2B space, but you can also carry these things over these lessons over to the B2C space as well. Now, Um, something else that we do often, but don't take full advantage of is our continuing education events and conferences. Now, (laughs) if you are a professional that's working in the corporate environment, I know you have gone to your share of conferences and CE, uh, presentations or webinars, right? You, you've done that. You probably have done so many now. Uh, that you likely may lose a little bit of interest uh, when one one comes up. I remember when I started out, I would be so excited for a new conference to to come along and uh, I would want to travel to that particular location and I would think about all that I was learning from so many experts in my field and I was just excited to be there. Now, I'll be honest with you, sometimes when conferences come along, they, they feel like a little bit kind of like a burden because once again, been there, done that, you're more of an expert, you're more seasoned at this point. But here's one way that you can bring that excitement back. Instead of you just going and enjoying a good meal and listening to a talk that you may or may not implement, I want you to focus on taking full advantage of the conferences and the continuing education opportunities that you're able to take part in. I want you to be very, very strategic with the topics that you're choosing to to listen in on and participate in. I want you to be very strategic in the conferences that you're choosing to attend, the webinars that you're you're logging on to, because all of that information, although it can help you currently in your position right now, if done right, this can actually be that groundwork education and training that you need for the business that you are developing and growing. And guess what? You don't have to pay for it. So instead of you going to have to pay tens of thousands of dollars for certifications through some of these, you know, professional certification programs. And I know I've been looking at a couple of them that I've had interest in very recently. And many of them, if it's a, if it's a really good quality one that's coming from a strong program, like, you know, whether it's a Northwestern or Columbia or et cetera, if you're looking for one that's coming from that area, you're talking about paying thousands of dollars. Something that's very simple may cost you, you know, two to 3000, but if you're getting into a really high quality program, 
then some of them may run upwards of, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars or more. So instead of you having to pay that money, instead of you having to dedicate so much time, which could be months on end in those containers, you can learn this in your current job and position right now. You just have to be mindful and strategic. Uh, in terms of what you are focusing on in that moment and take it seriously. Take the notes that you need to take, you know, can make the connections with the people that you need to make the connections with, ask the questions that you really want to ask. And you will find that this is going to set you up to work more effectively. We're, we're working smarter and not harder right here. So I'm, this is why I'm, I'm giving you all of this because I want you to start thinking about these things ahead of time and not waiting until you need them to really try and tap into um, a lot of these resources. Now, uh, another thing that I want um, us to do, and uh, this is actually uh, probably the last one that we'll talk about today, and I think this one is really, really important, is you want to make sure that you intentionally start building your network. This is something I did not do. And this is why I feel like out of this whole list of, you know, was this been about five things that we talked about out of this whole list. I want you to focus in on this one because this is where I fell short, but I definitely hindsight 2020 see the importance of doing this. And I don't want you to miss this opportunity in your current position right now. You are surrounded by everyone who is also at a similar level or higher in your field. This is the perfect opportunity that you have to really make the connections and build your network so that if your if your consulting business aligns with your current position, now it doesn't work if you're doing something totally different, but if it aligns with your current position where you're able to go back and really make those connections to, to attract more clients and to attract more leads. And when I say this, I don't mean just focus on your current job. You want to think beyond that. So when you're going into other meetings, when you're going to these conferences, when you're going to uh, all these various opportunities that may be held within your industry, focus on building those connections in that moment and do it strategically. You know, I think oftentimes we go into networking events and we think about networking to land more clients. And I always say that that's, in my opinion, not the best way to use a networking event. It really is to build those connections that will pay off over time, over and over and over again. And this is your opportunity to start ahead of time doing that, even before you make the the big transition that you would make into your business uh, full time, or if you've already made that transition this is something that you will be able to lean back on and, and, and refer to um, in those moments to help uh, supplement your, your lead generation pool because all of it won't always come from just your marketing efforts. You do want a subset of that to come from referrals. Um, and so this is your way to really build not only an extensive network, but a high quality and well-connected network. And so I want you to take opportunity, the opportunity now in your current position to do that. And, and what you'll find is that if you focus on these different things, then this whole aspect of really zoning out and, and not uh, giving your all in your current job, quiet quitting, not doing the work, not uh, overextending yourself, it will be something that really never becomes an issue for you because you're going to stay focused on the fact that you're 
accomplishing a lot and learning a lot throughout this entire journey. When you are super ambitious and you know that you're going after your goals and you're building your million dollar, multi-million dollar business eventually because you're in the process of doing that and you have that mindset, then everything that you do is 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 done with purpose. It's done with intention. And I I know that if you're like me, you're thinking that way already. And so, you know, I just want to use this as a time to remind you that Yes, you're going to get to those points where things, you know, get to be a little bit dull and maybe you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again because now you're the expert, you know a lot and um, you're really the lead on so many things. You can do things so easily, Uh, but this is also your opportunity to be that new learner in other in other aspects. And so, you know, just kind of recapping some of these things that you can do, identify mentors that that you can uh, work with, participate in key decision-making processes so you can learn the thought process and an approach behind that. I want you to take advantage of um, of approved continuing education and conferences that may come your way, study contracts and proposals and policies and various procedures that are being used within your facility and then, or your organization, and then intentionally build your network. So guys, I hope this helps you really navigate if you're having some level of of complacency complacency in your job or your business right now and you're you're still working while you're building your consulting business i'm hoping that this will help you navigate that a little bit better think ahead really be strategic so that you can can masterfully use the resources that you have currently available that is going to save you oh so much money <laughs> it's going to be such a lifesaver and it's going to give you uh, really a an advantage when you get out and you're trying to build your your business for the long term. So I hope this helps. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I would love for you to do that. It'll help the podcast reach more and more people and um, reach out to me and connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm always looking to just say hi and connect with new people from the podcast who may be tuning in, learn more about you. And really, uh, you know, I'm trying to build a community. So that's actually what I desire most. And I guess that's it, guys. All right. (laughs) Well, then, until next time, I want you to take care. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting. And you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.